All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. Leading up to June 30, there are mixed emotions sometimes around end of financial year. Some people are very excited because they'll be getting a tax return and can't wait to do it. Others, not as excited due to the various amount of tasks that they need to finish before June 30 or after June 30. Depending what industry you work in and depending on what type of work you do and how you earn your income, this can be either something really simple and straightforward or something quite complicated. What I wanted to do today is just talk about some of the things that should be considered when, you know, leading up to June 30, um, some of it applies only to this financial year, depending on when you're listening to this episode. Some of this is something that should be considered year by year. So I'm going to go through a couple of points. I'll sort of separate them between those that are employees um, and those that have their own business. Some of both may relate to you. Um, I do need to start by saying that I'm not an accountant. Um, I am registered with the Tax Practitioners Board. However, I highly recommend that you seek the advice of of an accountant, if you don't already, um, for these matters. Just because everyone's situation is so different and just like financial advice, it's, there's no blanket rule, you know, and well, sometimes there is, but very rarely. And there are various parts of your financial life that could be impacted with certain decisions that could be made. So again, having an accountant really helps on that side of things. So I'm going to start off with one of the most important things, and that's to check what record keeping and other tasks are needed. Essentially, whether you're a business owner or not, Personally, I regularly see people that aren't really claiming what they should be claiming on tax. Like, there, there are certain expenses that they that they have that they're not claiming on tax at all. Basically, they're not claiming enough, and a lot of that comes down to education because sometimes people don't know they can claim certain things. Now, your accountant should be educating you on what you can claim on tax and what you can't claim on tax. Not just to make sure you don't break the rules, but also just to make sure that you're paying the right level of tax and you're not paying more tax than you should be. So if you haven't been very good at this in the past, this is a good time to talk to your accountant and get a list of what records you should be keeping for the next financial year so that you started off strong, you have a system in place, you know what you can claim. And there are ways to make it easier to keep records of receipts, like taking photos of them and keeping a folder on your computer, um, in your desktop where you keep copies of all receipts. Um, but as I said, you really need to know what you can claim before you start putting receipts away as well. And the same thing applies as a business owner, just to really understand what you should and shouldn't be claiming on tax to make sure that you're not paying too much tax and that you're following the rules. Those that have an investment property, it would be a good time to potentially look at arranging a property depreciation report. So um, again, your accounting can talk to you about whether this is a viable option or not. Um, and you may already have a property depreciation report, but if you don't, it's something worth, worth considering from a taxation perspective to be able to look at claiming things like depreciation on tax, if it's something you're eligible to do. The other thing as well is potentially looking at 
prepaying interest on your investment loans. Again, this is something you should talk to a broker about or somebody that's licensed to give advice on credit um, along with your accountant. But this can be an option to essentially pay next the next year's worth of tax or some of it in this financial year and there are some benefits of doing that there are some disadvantages and it's really important you understand both sides of the fence before doing something like that and uh, the same thing applies to income protection premiums Um, if you have income protection insurance that you're paying yourself um, you can claim that on tax um, and or at least a good portion of it and over the next 12 months, for example, part you know, once the financial year starts, if you can prepay some of those premiums now, it just means that you're moving that tax deduction into this financial year instead of claiming it for the next in the next financial year. And again, really important to talk to your accountant about this strategy as well, because again, it may not be worth it. Um, there may be no real benefit. Um, you could be potentially disadvantaging yourself by doing this. Um, and sometimes it's not possible depending on the insurer as well. So I would talk to your financial advisor about that side of things. The other thing as well is motor vehicle use. So if you have a motor vehicle that you use, um, for personal, uh, sorry, for work purposes or business purposes, I would talk to your accountant about what to keep. Um, you could potentially be claiming some of those expenses on tax. Um, that's normally done through a logbook that you'd keep for at least a 12 week period. Um, and again, it is important to talk to your accountant to work out what you can and can't claim um, and the best way to keep those records because the tax office is very big on record keeping for obvious reasons. So if you can make that as accurate as possible, it makes life a lot easier to make sure that you are following the rules. The other thing as well from a personal perspective is to look at superannuation contributions. So depending when you're listening to this, the contribution cap could be different. So I won't get into that side of things, but there are pre and post superannuation contributions that can be made, um, pre-tax and post-tax, I should say. And um, there are advantages and disadvantages to both. And a lot of it does depend on how much you earn. Um, A lot of it does depend on your goals. But again, if that is something that your financial advisors recommended that you do, you essentially have until the end of the financial year to make it. Because once it's June 30, so once it's the 1st of July, contributions can't be backdated. It's essentially it needs to go in before June 30. And some super funds actually have cutoff dates as well to essentially say that they need to receive the payment by a particular day um, to guarantee that it'll be processed before end of June as well. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a free 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au. Now, from a business perspective, um, there are... A few different things. I mean, anyone that has a business would know that record keeping is their life. <laughs> um, there are that many things that a business owner needs to deal with, but it's important, first of all, to again, check with your accountant, see what needs to be done, what needs, what records need to be kept um, and what tasks need to be done because there's stock takes and assets, there's profit and loss statements, there's capital gains tax that need to be considered, um, income tax returns, pay as you go withholding for your employees, fringe benefits tax, GST, um, meeting superannuation requirements. If you have employees and you pay them super, it's really important to make sure that these payments go in before the end of the financial year. Um, because again, the cutoff date is June 30, but some super super funds work differently as well from that side of things. So again, if you can talk to your accountant and make sure that you're a bit more proactive, if you haven't been proactive this financial year, work out what the rules are and what the requirements are so that you can be proactive the next financial year. 
Now, similar to my initial point for personal um, tax deductions, it's really important to work out what you can and can't claim as a business. For example, if somebody has a um, has a home business or they have a business that isn't a home business and they work from home, um, travel expenses, um, motor vehicle costs, setting up a website, expenses like that, um, these are all things that uh, can potentially be claimed. If you're a sole trader, which means you don't have a company and you have your own ABN and you're classified as a sole trader, um, consider using the ATO's app called My Deductions. It's a tool to record your business and income expenses during the year. Um, and it does help because one of the biggest hurdles around claiming things on taxes, keeping adequate records, because I have I talked to so many people that tell me, I've got so many things I could claim, but I haven't kept receipts. So anything you can do to make your life easier really makes a really big difference. The other thing as well is just to make sure as a business as well with, depending when you're listening to this, um, the government has an instant asset write-off threshold and this is changing regularly. So it is important to make sure that you know what that threshold is and just to see if there are any assets that you'd like to write off this financial year. Do you need any assets for the business? Is it a good time to get it now or should you wait until July, you know, next financial year to get it done? Um, These are conversations you should be having with your accountant just in case your accountant turns around and says, yes, I'd highly recommend that you buy this equipment now before June 30 instead of post June 30. The other thing as well is prepayments of expenses which are due within the next 12 months. So depending on your circumstance and the way your business does its reporting, it may be a possibility and it may be an option that is viable. So it's worth, again, talking to your accountant to see if it's worth doing something like that. And even reviewing accounts receivables, like if you've got debts that don't look like they're going to be paid, to look at potentially reviewing them um, before the end of the financial year. Um, because if you decide that they're irrecoverable, um, writing them off before the end of the year so that they can be claimed as a deduction. But again, as you can tell, these are conversations that really need to be had with an accountant um, because there are so many different strings and pros and cons to making any of these decisions. And the, the biggest thing that I can say as well is review your business structure, plan for the next financial year. Like if, if you're a sole trader and you know your accountant's told you that you should probably become a company soon, or it might be a good idea to become a company, it normally makes it a lot easier to do it before the end of the financial year so that you can start off 1st of July with a clean slate um, or with a different structure instead of changing halfway through the year. Just makes it a lot easier when applying for loans um, from an accounting perspective, from a reporting perspective. Uh, But again, it depends whether it's worthwhile making changes, depends whether this is the year it should be done or if it should be done the next year or the year after that. Um, But just again, having those conversations now while you've got the time um, to look at it. And again, let's be honest, come 1st of July, your accountant's most likely going to be very busy. So you're probably going to get that conversation in now um, compared to playing phone tag or waiting for your accountant to have some free time to chat to you once 1st of July hits. And from a reporting perspective, looking at um, online tools, because there are different account, there's different accounting software, um, there are different ways of invoicing, electronic ways, there are apps these days. There are so many different ways to do reporting um, for businesses. So if the method that you're using at the moment isn't really good, if it's a bit old school, if it's too manual, if it can be auto- automated somehow, these days a lot of online accounting softwares have bank feeds that can happen automatically through the system. 
that can come through. So if there's anything you can do to automate things or make life a lot easier, now's probably a good time to do it or to implement it maybe 1st of July. So that again, it just makes it a lot easier for reporting purposes and just for managing your records. So I hope today's helped. Um, the, the main message is talk to your accountant, um, talk to your mortgage broker if about that point regarding prepaying interest, talk to your financial advisor, get proper advice before making any of these decisions, but consider them because as I said, the purpose of today was to highlight some of these things. There are more points to consider. There are other types of strategies to be considered as well come June, you know, when you're approaching the end of the financial year. Um, but I've highlighted some of the main ones um, that I think you should listen to. And if you have any friends that, you know, you know, really don't keep records um, or they've told you they don't keep records or they probably don't even have an accountant and just do their tax themselves every year, get them to listen to this episode, share it with them and just say, hey, listen, have a listen to this. There might be something you can learn from it because that's the only way that anybody is going to improve financially is if they seek advice or at least talk to friends or be informed, you know, so to be informed is one of the most powerful tools because it empowers people to be able to make decisions and there's nothing worse than keeping yourself in the dark. So I wish you all a happy new year for the new financial year, depending when you're listening to this episode. And I hope that you have learned something from today to be able to implement it into your personal or your business processes. Thanks for joining us on sharing more than the sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.